Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high-paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back to the Next Level Nutrition Biz podcast. This is our 100th episode. I am so excited to celebrate today's episode. Uh, Number one, the fact that you guys keep coming back week by week to listen is like, Ah, it just means the world to me. I hope you're getting so much value from this podcast. And honestly, I could not do this without you. So thank you for listening over the last hundred episodes. And the second thing is that this has been the most consistent I've ever been in my business. I'll just be perfectly honest. And that is something to celebrate. I know as content creators um, and business owners, we can feel like there's so many things happening around us and we have to focus our attention in so many different places. And although that is the case, I am so proud of myself that I have stayed strong and you know been as consistent as possible over the last two years. So if you're thinking of starting a podcast, remember it starts with episode one and you just have to keep going and you just have to keep showing up for yourself and your community. So if you can take it from me, that's what you got to do. The Having a podcast has honestly been one of the best things to grow my business. I think it's a great way for people to get to know you, get to know your business, share your education and your knowledge. So if you're thinking about it, do it. And that being said, when I was trying to decide what I wanted to do for this 100th episode, I actually pulled my audience on Instagram. So if you're not following me on Instagram, I would love for you to, and you can uh, follow me at stephanielong.ca. And when I asked my audience, you know, would you rather me do a ask me anything episode or a how to start a podcast episode? It was honestly a really close call, but ask me anything one out. So that's what I'm going to be doing today, but I will do a how to start a podcast episode in the near future. If there's something that you want to see, um, send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know that you want to start a podcast and I will do my best to get that episode out sooner than later. Um, but another big one that came up for what I should do this episode about was to have my partner Craig on, which I thought would be a fun idea, but he wasn't as into it as I was. So I thought I would have him come on and say hi. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Because I know you guys are so curious. Maybe one day I will be able to pull his arm and get him on here. Um, there are some questions in the Ask Me Anything today, um, everything from business questions, life questions, relationship, uh, business plans. So I will be talking you know, about everything over the spectrum today. Um, these are your questions. So again, I pulled my audience, asked them what did they wanted to learn about, and then said, send me your questions. So these are all questions that you guys, you listeners have sent to me. Um, just as total transparency, I've seen the questions, but I have not prepared one lick of information to share. So this is gonna be similar to the podcast episode I did. I think it was 73 questions with Kelsey Rydell. Um, That was quite a few episodes ago. If you wanna go listen to that, that one was like a rapid fire question, more like personal questions about me. So today's gonna be like business and personal. And it's just to get to know me a little bit more, get to know my business about a bit more, and really just answer your guys' questions because 
I don't know about you, but when I listen to a podcast, um, I kind of feel like I end up becoming friends with the person who's running the podcast. And I'm just so curious about like their actual life and behind the scenes. So I hope you find this interesting. I hope my behind the scenes life and business is exciting. Um, I think there will definitely be some good takeaways for you today to learn about what I've done and what I've currently what I currently do in my business um, that's been working and not working, and I hope to just share it all with you today. Now, before we get started, like I mentioned, if you're not following me on Instagram, I would love, love, love to invite you to follow me, stephanielong.ca. Um, let's actually start up a conversation over there. Feel free to send me a message and say hi. And then the second thing that I'm gonna ask you as a little bit of a hundredth podcast episode birthday present is to either pause the episode right now or at the end of this episode, go and leave a quick review on the podcast. So whatever podcast provider you're listening to, you should be able to scroll down and see a leave a review section. You can actually rate this five stars and then leave a short review. Now, when you leave a review, this actually helps others to find the podcast. And I don't know about you, but whenever I see a podcast with good reviews it just encourages me to listen so if you've taken anything from this podcast and you'd be so kind to give me and give the podcast a little birthday present i would be so grateful it will just hopefully take you two or three minutes right now or at the end and yes forever grateful for you for being here all right so let's get started um just to preface this i had to like get my energy up for this, which is why I might sound excited. So I listened to uh, 90s music, <laughs> which is like my guilty pleasure. Um, I danced around my office, sing, sang at the top of my lungs, put my water in um, a wine glass to celebrate because actually, side note, I'm not drinking right now. Just a personal decision. I wanted to try not drinking in 2021. So right now I'm doing kombucha and water and I even tried a non-alcoholic beer last night not a huge fan. I think I'll just stick to the water, <laughs> but that's what I'm doing to set the mood. I put a little orange, um, wild orange essential oil, um, on my neck so I could smell it and feel really vibrant. So just so you know, I am in a celebratory mood and I'm so excited to answer your questions. Alrighty. So the first question was, what is your favorite thing about working for yourself? And then your least favorite. So I probably have two favorites. The first is being able to wear cozy clothes during my workday. Um, and the second is being able to go and work at a coffee shop. Now, when I have my client sessions, I'm usually working from home, but on those days where I'm doing more content creation, you can definitely find me at a local coffee shop, preferably near the water, and that's where I'm the most um, motivated. And then the least favorite thing would be well, I, this is kind of like twofold. I would say it's having so much on my plate at once, um, you know, taking on so many things and like my to-do list just being crazy. Now I will say I've hired an amazing assistant, Kira, um, late last fall and my workload has really reduced because of that. So one of those things I really kind of hated in my business is now not so bad because I have her support, but it's definitely that never ending to-do list. The next question, uh, what was your biggest biz challenge you overcame? All right, um, there's many, but I guess the first thing that comes to my mind is starting my business. Um, if you guys know my story, I graduated from nutrition school back in 2014 and then took about a year to start my business, but I didn't know how to get my website going, what an email list was, how to get a client. It was super challenging and I felt 
like I was constantly kind of hitting my head on the table like why is this not working so I think just sticking with it was honestly the biggest challenge you know going through those harder times where things weren't flowing as much as they are now and just being like okay you know, bigger picture, bigger picture. I want this business for, you know, all of these reasons in my life, but I have to stick with it. So I think just like pushing through the hard time was probably the biggest challenge. And there's many challenges that come up now. Um, but for most of these answers, I'm just going to try to be really straight and just have like a quick answer. So I will go with that starting my business. What's the one thing you can't live without? Okay, maybe top three. <laughs> um, number one would be my cats, Sprout and Nuka. They're very sweet. I'm definitely an animal person. Um, probably my partner, Craig. We have been together for 11 years, but we actually started dating in high school. So I have known him for 21 years now. Um, he's definitely a best friend and someone that I, it would be hard to, to live without him. Um, and then I guess I would say like nature or being able to go near the water. I just love being able to go outside. So probably another thing I couldn't live without. Um, next question, who has helped me most in my business? So there's kind of two answers here um, from like a kind of like business coaching perspective. I would say my current coach, Fabiana. Fabiana has helped me so much um, over the years, actually. She has a graphic design and more strategic um, coaching background. So I've had her help me with my website in the past. She's actually about to redo my website moving forward. Um, and she's been my coach for the last year and I've had the most growth in my business over the last year. So she has definitely been the one to help me out the most. She's not a huge person on social media, so I won't even put her social media handout, handle out there for you to check out but if you're interested in looking into her if you're kind of looking for that next step support in your business um send me a dm and i will give you her info okay so the next one is goal setting either tips for or some of your own personal or business accomplishment goals um, or like something that's on my bucket list for my personal life or business okay it's kind of a big question so I guess the biggest goal for my business right now is to make my online program Launch Your Nutrition Biz the program that every new nutrition student, grad, or someone that graduated and just didn't get their business going, make it the go-to program. Um, I know that it can help. And as I said earlier, you know, I know that I needed that support coming out of school. And I know so many of you need that support. And I just want it to be that program that's a no-brainer. You come out of school and you take it. And I will say that since I launched that program in the um, online format that it's in right now, I've had a ton of people go through that program and tell me how much it has helped them. So I can't wait to spread that news even more. Um, I guess what's on my bucket list for personal um, goals uh, or accomplishments? Um, <laughs> probably to take a little bit time away from business. I mean, as you guys know, or you might find out, growing a business takes a lot of effort, a lot of time. Um, and I definitely had to sacrifice some things in my personal life over the last you know, few years in order to reach these business goals um, and put a lot of time in, like weekends, evenings. And I'm really in this space in my life and business where I'm trying to reclaim my time back. Like I said, hiring my assistant, um, trying to create more passive programs and just you know, be able to do life things. Like I just wanna go out and play and have fun, kind of like a kid, you know, 
um, go outside. Um, I live near the water, go kayaking or go into nature or um, meet a friend for coffee. And I know we can't do all of these things right now because of the times we're living in, but for that future plan is having that freedom, having that strong business set up and then having the freedom. So I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. I know one of the biggest reasons we want a business is that time freedom. And, you know, even though it's taken me a while to get there, you know, six, seven years in, um, I'm finally feeling like that's like truly possible for me to like have my business be separate than myself. Um, it probably didn't have to take that long, but you know, that was the journey I had to go on. So I'm so excited to yeah step into the next role in my business. Okay. The part of my job that makes my heart the happiest. Ah, okay. Um, Probably when my clients tell me when they've like overcome something they didn't think they could do. So for example, um, this one client, Tracy, always comes to mind and and she tells me all the time like, um, I don't think I'd be where I was if I didn't get your support. And that's not to blow, you know, smoke up my own butt here, but I just absolutely love because she was afraid to go on video and I just really encouraged her, try it out, try it out, do it once. And she is a pro at video now. I love every time I see her show up and serve her audience. And um, she said to me that it's given her so much confidence for her business and her life. And um, that just makes me so happy to know that somebody's doing something they thought they couldn't do. Honestly, if that could be like my entire life mission to just like help people see those things that seem hard um, and then overcome them. I mean, I've done that in my business life, in my personal life, um, and I continue to try to. Uh, that it really makes me the happiest. I just want people to see their true potential. So I hope that answers the question. All right, we have quite a few, so I'm going to try to go through them a bit faster. Um, okay, so here's a business question. So what about uh, business insurance when I'm moving provinces? Somebody's wondering. So it depends where you live, but I'm going to speak in terms of Canadian insurance. Now, let's say you're moving provinces from like Ontario to BC. I don't know if much will change in terms of your actual insurance plan, uh, but you're gonna want to connect with your insurance provider and tell them that you're moving so that they can change all of your paperwork over because there might be different terms and conditions depending on what province you live in. So definitely call your provider, tell them you're moving, see if you know your insurance is just covering you provincially or is it federal coverage? Um, really make sure that you are I guess, safeguarded. Uh, the best bet here is to get international insurance. And I know that some of the insurance companies have that as an add-on. So I would just say, you know, connect with the company, tell them you're moving, make sure that you're covered, you know, across Canada, um, internationally if possible. The next question is, if you could have done one thing differently when starting your nutrition business, what would it be? Um, I can probably say with a lot of confidence that I would have hired either a business coach or invested in some kind of business startup program. Because like I've said, I'm kind of a broken record now, but um, it took me about a year to put all of the pieces together. You know, what do I do first? What do I do second? Do I work so much on my website or do I focus more on like a business card? Like there was just so many questions. And um, I felt like a lot of the business programs out there were helping people at the next step, like, get your email funnel in place, like, you know, kind of things that I knew were important, but I just wasn't there yet. 
Um, so I would have tried to hopefully find a program that was for kind of a newbie starting out. I actually remember one of my teachers from my nutrition school was offering a package of like, like a startup package to actually um, sit with her and shadow her in her practice. And it was a few hundred dollars, which looking back was you know, an incredible deal. But at the time I did not even want to pay that. And, you know, to pay a few hundred dollars and get all of the support I needed to move forward instead of taking a year to do that, I would have went back. That being said, I probably wouldn't be where I am now to help you guys with this. So it all worked out at the end of the day, but I definitely would have invested in support sooner. Okay, so now we have um, some questions that my good friend Alex, uh, Nutrition Moderation, if you want to follow her over on Instagram, she sent these to me um, and I think they're great. They're a little bit more personal, so let's dig into some of them. So she asked, why are you passionate about what you do? I think I kind of already covered that saying, um, basically, I am just like... I care so much about helping you guys succeed. I do not want you to feel overwhelmed or stuck. I do what I do right now because I wish I had this type of support. Um, and I know there's so many of you in school right now coming out of school and you just feel like you really want this. You just don't know what next step to take. So I want to be that person for you. Just like I said, my dream is to make Launch Your Nutrition Biz that go-to program. I want to be your go-to person. So um, honestly, that's why I do the podcast. That's why I share so much education and information for free because I want you to succeed so badly. I hope you know that by now. <laughs> that really drives me, um, you know, being that middleman or that middle person to be like, okay, I might not be the one helping the nutrition clients anymore, but if I can help you help the nutrition clients and I can help hundreds of people help their clients, that is even more rewarding to me. So that's exactly why I'm passionate. Uh, so what is the most surprising fact you've learned about yourself? Who hard questions here. Um, I think I would probably go back to something I alluded earlier where I have learned that I can do hard things. You know, I can show up and do a podcast for two years. I can get on video. I can, you know, do negotiations with companies or brands to do stuff for the podcast or, you know, um, engage in partnerships with other companies, you know, and ask about being paid fairly and things like that. Like things that I always felt nervous to kind of speak up for myself. I'm really learning that I can have those hard, hard conversations um, and that I'm capable of it. And it's like super empowering to be like, I can do this. Like I've got this. And yes, there's total days where I'm like, I do not have this. I do not know what I'm doing. Why am I even trying this? Um, but I think the, the other side always wins out for me is that, wow, I can actually do this. And I see that even if it's little growth, I see, you know, if we looked at it as like a chart, like it keeps going up and up, um, but it took time and it took persistence. So I think just sticking with it and not giving up and moving through the hard days and saying I can do hard things has been like so helpful for me. Uh, who is my hero or my role model? I usually say my mom. Um, and if you listen to the episode I did with Kelsey, the 73 questions, um, my mom was a single mom and it was just her and I. Uh, I do have a brother, but he lived with my dad. And my mom and I growing up, it was just, you know, 
she worked really hard to take care of me um, and it, and it's hard you know being a single parent or it's hard having a broken family in that sense and um, yeah I'm just always so like I think she kind of taught me you can do hard things right you can you can go through those really tough times and always make it through so definitely my mom how do I spend my free time well <laughs> I'm not doing much right now to be honest <laughs> lately and I'll be like totally transparent lately it's a lot of working through the day having dinner with my partner Craig uh, probably ordering DoorDash or you know making something in our own kitchen uh, watching reality tv I am in such a routine right now of Monday's Bachelor Tuesdays is the free night so I get a bit of a break Wednesdays is married at first sight Thursdays is Marrying Millionaires and Friday is RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> I'm actually very embarrassed that I shared this. Um, it's a lot of TV. <laughs> so as the weather is getting warmer, it's been getting warmer here um, over the last few months in Victoria, BC, where I live. Um, I'm trying to get out more and see, uh, do some more like social distance walks with friends. Um, so that has always been a big part of my life is time with friends, um, going for walks, going for hikes here. Spending time on the water, we have like a small little boat. Like, do, let me not fool you. When I say we have a boat, it's like a little dinghy. And we go crabbing on the water. And that's just, you know, it's not even about the act of doing the fishing or the crabbing. It's just being on the water with the sun shining down is like, oh, so nice to me. Uh, what is the best and worst advice I've ever received? Oh my gosh, the best advice... Oh, okay. Um, the best advice was definitely like um, anything anybody does has nothing to do with you. So like not taking things personally, knowing that people, you know, the way they act or react has nothing to do with you, which has helped me so much in my business, trying not to take on, you know, other people's energy. Um, and the worst advice, um, I'm sure there's lots of bad business advice that I've gotten over the years. Can't really think of anything off the top of my head. Um, you know, if I ever get business advice that seems like, like slimy or schemy or something that I'm like, that doesn't really resonate with me. Um, I've always been one to, to like honor that and not try out things that feel really wrong to me. So I guess just like any business advice that I was like, mm, that's not really my style. I'm, I'm pretty proud that I, for the most part have been like, okay, I'm not going to give that a try because I know in my gut that that's not for me. Where is the best place in the world you've ever been to? Well, I will say I am very lucky that I have traveled quite a bit. I think I've been to just under 30 countries by the time I was 30, uh, which is really lucky. I actually, um, just as a side note, I actually nannied in England for a little while. And I also did a semester of university in London. So that was really cool. Um, probably I would say New Zealand. Um, <laughs> this is a funny story. Um, so Craig and I actually, this was like eight years ago, we decided to do, um, I think it was like supposed to be a six month backpacking trip. Um, we actually ended up only doing three months because my grandpa actually passed away so we had to go home um, and spend time with family which was totally fine um, but in the three months that we were gone we did New Zealand Australia uh, where else did we go Bali Malaysia Thailand 
um, Turkey. I think there's some other places in there that I'm forgetting. But when we went to New Zealand, we thought it would be really cool to um, bicycle, like bike through New Zealand. Having never been there, probably assuming there was going to be hills. (laughs) So we got the bikes in Auckland. We actually had to like take a bus to the airport and like get bikes and then bike from the airport. It was very odd. I was scared out of my mind. And we like just kept biking and we biked, you know, into these towns and would stay over in like little cabins or in um, like hostels. And then a few days in to this bike trip that was supposed to last a month, um, I was like, hey, are you having as much fun as I am? <laughs> like, are we on the same page here that we're not really going fast or seeing a lot with the biking? Like we're moving pretty slow and I want to see like all of New Zealand. So um, we kind of <laughs> took that as our, okay, you know what? Even though we would love to bike this whole place, let's just say that it's okay to, to you know, be okay with the plan changing. We rented a car and we drove the rest of the country. Um, so I'm really proud we did we did the what is it the North Island with bikes and then um, the South Island we did with cars. So that was probably that was my long winded story about my favorite place. What am I most proud of? Um, I think, well, I'd say the podcast, absolutely. It's something I'm so proud that I've stuck with. I would also probably say the Launch Your Nutrition Biz program because I had done, I've done so many iterations of that program. I ran that as like um, an in-person workshop with a different name. And then I ran it one-on-one with clients. And then I um, used to run it as a group program. And then like just this last fall, I turned it into an online program and um yeah like you know things take time to really perfect a program or an offer or a service it's not a one and done thing you know it's testing it's redoing trying again and i finally i finally i'm like huh i finally feel like it's at a place that i am so proud of and i'm sure in the future i will shift it change it make you know improvements but like uh it feels so nice to feel like a little bit of finality to that project what is my favorite movie or book series? Um, my favorite movie, <laughs> um, you'd think I would have better taste because actually my undergrad was uh, theater, like in university, and I also did film classes, so you think I would have better taste. But my favorite movies are The Little Mermaid and Mrs. Doubtfire. I grew up like loving Mrs. Doubtfire. I think because my parents were divorced, and I'm like, how cool would it be if my dad pretended to be my nanny which is like (laughs) actually so messed up that I said that but I was just like this is so cool and just so young and it's like that memory of me um I don't know just like being a kid and loving those movies like I know every word to Little Mermaid and will sing it to sing any song to you anytime you ask so (laughs) be warned um describe my perfect day off um okay sleep in, wake up around 10-ish would be perfect. Um, Go for a walk, grab a coffee, walk on the ocean, like um, around the ocean, do a hike, um, snuggle with the cats for a little bit in like the early afternoon. And then if life was kind of (laughs) normal right now, it'd be going to like a live music show. We're really big on that, which is not really happening right now, obviously. Go to a show, maybe grab some dinner, go home not too late, like 10 or 11, go to bed. That would just be like the best day for me. How would your friends describe you? Um, oh, 
that I should have asked somebody before this. Um, I would assume they would probably say, like, I'm a quite supportive friend. Um, like, I'm there for them when they need me. Um, I don't know, like, fun to be around. Maybe an introvert, too. Like, I was always the friend. I was, just so you know, I was never the friend who's like, let's go out and go to a party. Um, my best friend Lauren would be like, we're going out. Um, and I'd be like, oh, why don't we just stay in? And I'd always make excuses. And then I would end up, she'd dra- drag me out, I'd go out and I'd have like the time of my life. So my friends would probably say, if you twist my arm, um, I will go out and have a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, what's my favorite ice cream flavor? Ooh, I love ice cream. Um, most recently I've been eating chocolate peanut butter uh, dairy-free ice cream from Nora's. Um, I'm not sure if you can get that anywhere but out west, but that's an amazing ice cream, dairy-free ice cream, if you can get your hands on it. And then growing up was Super Kid. I don't know if anybody knows what that is. I think it was like Laura Secord Super Kid ice cream. Um, Mint chocolate chip. Honestly, give me any ice cream and I'll eat it. Any dessert, any ice cream and I'll do it. All right, we have a few more questions. Hope you guys are enjoying this. Um... What's the best way to grow an email list? Okay, we got a business question here. Um, so number one, I would create a lot of value, right? It's it's kind of, these days, it's hard to just send like an, a fluff email out. You know, people get so many emails now, we need to make it really value packed. So could this be like your best nutrition tips or sharing about a client win or sharing about like your new program with like a special discount? Maybe this is content that you're not really sharing on social media and that's exclusive to your email list. So creating that little bit of buzz around, hey, jump on my email list where I'm sharing my best tips for XYZ. Um, You also want to have a really good freebie. So like um, you might also know of a freebie as like a lead magnet. Um, So something that somebody is either downloading, it could be a guide, it could be a worksheet, a meal plan. Um, a three-day challenge, a quiz, anything that's going to engage someone to sign up um, to really get people on the email list. So it's not only about like what we're sending in our emails, but it's how we're engaging people to actually get on the list. And I would say having a really um, enticing freebie is going to be your best bet. And then actually sharing a behind the scenes peek of your freebie. So you might even like screen record a little bit of your freebie and post that on social media to show people like, hey, this is what it looks like when you download it. Or you can share a win that somebody had from downloading your freebie. Um, Okay, somebody asked, can you start a health and wellness Instagram? Instagram page before graduating nutrition school? 100% yes, do it now. Um, There's no reason to start after you graduate. You have so much knowledge now and and just be clear, like you can have like holistic nutrition or nutrition student or wellness student, whatever it is in your Instagram bio and be clear you're still a student. But of course you can share, even if it's just recipes right now or if it's what you're learning in school. If you scroll all the way back to my Instagram, I guess 2014, like at the beginning, um, you'll see that I was just sharing like, here's what I learned or here's a meal I made or, um, you know, here's what I'm trying out in my life right now that I'm learning about. So yeah, absolutely. Um, You have so much knowledge right now. The next question is how to be more creative with my content and post original stuff. Great question. It's, It's tough. It's tough out there when there's so many people posting so many things. I mean... It can anything be original these days? I 
<laughs> I don't know. I mean, it will be original because it's coming from you. Um, but I would say that, you know, um, really learn about what your audience wants to learn about. So um, poll them, really ask them questions. You know, um, you can even say, do you want me to post on this topic, like topic A or topic B? Ask them what they want because we really need to be responsive to their needs. Um, so that's a good way to help things, you know, to actually deliver things they want. Um, and how to be more creative. I mean, I just think showing your personality. So maybe it's showing your face more. Maybe it's getting on video, trying out an Instagram reel, which maybe is scary. Um, it's not always about reinventing the wheel with something new. It's just about showing up and doing the thing that is working. So again, you don't have to be so clever. You just need to be clear. You need to show up um, and people need to know who you are. So I hope that helps. I know that's like the biggest question is like, how can I be so original? But I really think it's about just being you at the end of the day. Um, so somebody asked how or what drew me to do this type of coaching? So I think I kind of answered that a little bit by saying, you know, I just so badly want to help you guys <laughs> because that's what I would have wanted some support with coming out of school. And just as like a quick little background, I graduated from Canadian School of Natural Nutrition in 2014, took the year to kind of grow my business. In 2015, there was actually an opening to teach the business class at CSNN. I was living in Edmonton. Um, I'm not sure why they let me teach it, but they did. <laughs> um, I was so passionate about, you know, like, okay, I want people to learn, you know, way more about building their business than I did coming out of school. So I started teaching that. I taught that from 2015, just up until last year, 2020. Um, and, you know, I just saw the need for people. So I was doing my nutrition business, um, like I'd say 80% and then doing 20% kind of this mentoring coaching for new nutritionists. And then in 2000, late 2017, so almost 2018, I switched over to business coaching fully and have been, do been doing this ever since. Uh, what do I like most about my client work? Um, so one thing I offer my one-on-one -on -one clients is um, kind of content and copywriting support. So let's say they need to write a social media post or they need to write something for their website or a blog or any kind of like written content. Um, I love that when they send it to me and I can go in and give them comments and edits and really like help them to see how they can write a little bit better, be more expressive, really connect with their client, connect with their audience. Um, that is one of my favorite things. It's just like that collaboration between me and my client where, um, you know, I can really help them to refine what it is they want to say and say it in a really clear way. So that's definitely my favorite thing. Where do I live? Yes. So I live, um, well, I've lived many places, but currently I live um, in Victoria, which is on Vancouver Island in Canada. So I am living on an island. We do need to take a ferry to get to the mainland, about an hour and a half ferry. Um, I'm originally from outside of Toronto, Ontario. And then I lived in Edmonton, Alberta for kind of on and off seven years. And then we moved out here and have lived out here now for the last four years. So I love it here. I always joke that there's no further west I can go. It's going to be the ocean. Like there's nowhere more to go. So I think we'll stay here. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it's our, our home forever, but I really, really do love it here. 
Okay, we might have a few more. Um, the next three to five places I want to travel to. Okay, well, number one, probably back home to Ontario because my family's still there. My dad, my brother, my grandmother still lives there. My grandma is 96. So I'm like so badly wanting to go visit her right now. Um, but with COVID, it makes it really tough. Um, so, and, and my in-laws live there as well. Um, and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. So would love to go home to Ontario. I would also love to, tr I would love to go back to New Zealand. Um, I had a trip planned for Bali last spring that didn't happen. So I'd love to go to Bali and probably somewhere like South America. I've never done anywhere down there. So I'd love to try that. Someone asked, is coaching, is your coaching business a full-time job? Um, is it the only job I do? So yep, it is my full-time job. I stopped doing nutrition consults with clients back in 2017. This is the only thing I do. I was teaching at the nutrition school up until last year, but as of right now, I 100% do business coaching. Um, do Craig and I want to get married? If so, big or small wedding? Um, oh, and where to for honeymoon? There was a little honey um, emoji and a moon emoji. So I had to <laughs> understand what that meant. Um, that is still something we're trying to figure out. I mean, we've, like I said, been together 11 years this year. Um, I feel like we're married. We, uh, we're, we're so intertwined. I mean, I think it would just be a certificate at the end of the day. If we were to get married, I would promise you it would probably be me and him and an officiant probably near the water somewhere here. So it would be a tiny wedding. That being said, we did always joke that what we could do is invite our friends to a potluck and then have a band play and just say, hey, you're at our wedding and totally spring it on them. So if you're ever invited to my potluck, that might be my wedding. <laughs> and then where to for a honeymoon? Um, oh, I don't even know. I feel like I would say Hawaii because I feel like that's where everybody goes and because I would love to go there, but we'd probably go somewhere more like um, actually his sister is moving to Italy so we'd probably go over to Italy okay the last question it's a good question it is how do you recommend telling people what you do confidently but without sounding like a salesperson now I feel like we can all relate to this most of us get into this because we want to help people we don't want to come off salesy we don't want to come off slimy um, I think at the end of the day you are not going to sound like a salesperson because you are you, right? And I know especially the person who asked this, you would never come off like a salesperson. Um, I think it's really important we come off confident and knowledgeable and, and really confident that our program or our service can help somebody. Um, but we wanna do it in a way that feels like we're sharing with them something that you know we feel really confident about, but not in a pushy way. So we wouldn't wanna say like, you need to do this or else, or this is the, you know, the only program that's gonna help you with X, Y, Z. I think we need to be clear that that like, you know, people are smart. Um, they can see through that um, ingenuity, or I don't think that's the right word, but they can see through when we're not being genuine. So I think just sharing your knowledge, being clear about how you 
feel like you can help, um, how you want to help them solve their problem, but knowing that, you know, at the end of the day, they get to make the decision. It's not about pushing people. It's not about making someone do something they're uncomfortable with. So leaving it up to them at the end of the day, like, is it the right timing for them to work with you or to do your program or whatever that might be? So you just showing up and sharing in a genuine way and allowing them to make that decision at the end of the day. All right, you guys, that was a lot. I didn't expect it to be so many questions, um, but I think that was really fun. I mean, I learned a little bit about myself there too. (laughs) I hope you got a little sneak peek into who I am and um, maybe feel a little bit closer. And if you have more questions for me, always feel free to send them to me on Instagram. You can send me a direct message. Um, And yeah, let's leave it at that. Thank you so much again for celebrating the 100th episode with me. Um, I can't wait to celebrate the next 100 episodes um, and bring you guys so much more content. If you ever have ideas for what you want me to bring on the podcast, send me a message. I am so receptive to meeting you guys where you're at. So let me know. And the last thing I want to remind you as a birthday present to me and the podcast, I would love for you to take two minutes right now when this um, recording stops, just go and leave a quick review. It can just be a few sentences about if you love the podcast, what you've learned from it, anything you want to share, just so more people can find the podcast. Um, That would mean so, so much to me. So I will let you guys go. Happy 100th podcast episode, and I can't wait to bring you more. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend, or take us on social media. Catch you next time.